Welcome, everybody. Hey, 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 it is us. This is Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I am Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and I want to welcome, of course, my fantastic new and fabulous and well-made and all that stuff, Mr. Doug Johnston. Well, thank you. What an introduction. <laughs> on a gorgeous Sunday, sunny, sunny day today. Oh, it's sunny out. It wasn't sunny on our way up here. I know. I got in the car and it was nothing but fog. And I thought, whoa. Yep. And it looked like it was going to snow again. I said, please don't. Please yeah. don't ever again. So anyway, well, it's great. To, yeah, it's gorgeous out there. I like it. So cold, anyway. but cold, but pretty. Yep, it is. Yeah, it is cold. I wish it would warm up a bit, but it's coming. It's coming up in the next couple of weeks. So anyway, today on the Jupiter Rising Show, we have a lot of stuff for you today. We're really excited about having my guest here who has been here. This will be his third visit. And the first two visits were coinciding on the dates of my first show, uh, my very, very first show when I was doing a summer replacement show for Manson Mitchell and my second show when I started off with my own show. Those two shows both had him on it because when I thought, who do I want on my show that is outstanding and who has a great personality and who really represents what he does, and that's John O'Dowd. And John O'Dowd is, um, and he's going to be very well known, let me tell you. And I don't know if he, he probably wouldn't mind that. He's a Leo. So, but, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so uh, he has written two books on the star Barbara Payton. Now, a lot of people don't know who she is, and I didn't know who she was until he literally saw her in a movie when he was around seven or eight years old, and it struck him. It was like kismet. So he started to research her, and he wrote his first book called Kiss Tomorrow Goodbye, and it's the whole biographical information about Barbara Payton. And the second book, which just came out a couple months ago, is called Barbara Payton, A Life in Pictures. Now, let me tell you, folks, I, I drag, drag it to the studio, and I say drug it to the studio because this puppy is seven pounds, and it's over 550 pages long. It's a big book. It's huge. But it's very, very, it's a nice picture book to go through. It is, yeah. I think it's very well addressed, though. I, I mean, I spent two or three days just pick, just, just hand going through it very, very slowly, you know, and trying to read all the, the captions on because the captions were really interesting, too. So uh, anyway, we're going to have him on just a little bit later. We're going to be talking about his new book. And also there's a couple of other things that are happening right now. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to have him tell you because it's very exciting. So anyway, he's going to be on in just a bit. But first, we're going to have our Astro Celebrity of the Week. And this is somebody that I just fell across. Um, I was watching, believe it or not, I was watching a prayer show. I watch those every now and then. Because they're kind of interesting. Well, you need to be saved somewhere along the way, oh, I know. Jeez. <laughs> Go ahead. Thank you very much. Anyway, yes, you're probably right. Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, Your form of church. <laughs> <laughs> in your slippers. In my slippers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right here in the studio. There you go. There we go. Anyway, so... um. This this uh, show had on a guest Tyler Perry. Now, how many people know who he is? He's he's a kind of a what I call a Renaissance man. I think he's a marvelous actor. I do too. 
Marvelous I do too. Actor. And, and he does the crossover business really well, jumps around sexes and all that other stuff. And he just, he plays the part that needs to be played. Literally, probably has nobody there. He says, oh, I'll do it, you know. Yeah. And so, and he tries it on, and he's just very funny. And his shows are very funny, but he's also got very good, bigger messages in them. And I, so I decide, well, I'm going to look him up, see what kind of chart he has. And let me tell you, he's got a good one, kids. <clears throat> It's really good. So we're going to look at his churches just a bit. We have all our usual blurbs and all those usual things. And, um, yeah, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to have uh, John on here in just a short while. We're going to be talking all about Barbara and her life. And also we're going to, I brought the charts of John and Barbara and Barbara herself so we can look at the corresponding relationship between those because John finds it interesting that he happened to find her or she found him. I, that's what I say about mm-hmm. it and why that's happened. No accidents. No accidents at all. A so story to be told. I wanted Doug to look at this just to see, get his point of view on it. So it'd be cool. Anyway, so we're going to do all that today and more. So stay tuned, everybody. This is the Jupiter, Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show. And right now, I have a live read for Mr. John O'Dowd's book. Oh, goody, I get to talk about it again. Okay, so he has a new hardcover book. It's called Barbara Payton, A Life in Pictures, which is a follow-up of his first comprehensive book, which is called Kiss Tomorrow Goodbye, The Barbara Payton Story. It's over a thousand pages long. Uh, excuse me, a thousand photos. Believe me, it's a lot of photos, and 550 pages long. And this basically, this book runs the gamut from family photos to studio portraits, as well as over 170 quotes about Barbara and her life. The combination of photographic and written material in the book will help provide a deeper understanding of Barbara and what it remains of what Hollywood's great biggest and most shocking self-inflicted tragedies. So you can get this book now. It is available on Amazon.com. Again, the title is a Barbara Payton, P-A-Y-T-O-N, A Life in Pictures. And you can buy it at Amazon or you can get it at BearManorMedia.com. And now it's time for the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Changing shoes here. Okay, Tyler Perry. All right. Now, um, I saw him on a show last week, like I said, a prayer show, and he's very, you know, for somebody who has how many planets in that 12 house? (laughs) Wow. Uh, He's got six of them. You know, it seems to me he's just really out there, and he's almost more of a Leo than he is a Virgo. But, But, you know, who knows how it compensates for itself. But um, the fact that he is so spiritual and he brings that into every bit of work that he does is indicative of, of the 12th house business. 
He does have that Leo, though, in the 10th house, which puts him out there socially. Oh, yeah, and Venus up there, too. Yeah, that helps with yeah. that creativity. Uh, yeah, and it also and playing brings... the female, which he does very well. <laughs> Medea is one of my favorite <laughs> characters that ever came along. I know. Uh, that gal can say anything and get away with it. I know. <laughs> the guy is six foot five, for God's sake. You know, and he's running around in female clothing. Yeah, but he does a good job with it. He does a good job. It's very funny. He's very, very funny. So anyway, I just kind of want to take a brief look at him. He has his sun, south node, Pluto. Which is interesting. So he has the Sun-Pluto conjunction, mm -hmm. which basically means his life is all about transformation. His whole Constantly lifetime. changing. Changing, you know, metamorphosizing. Then Uranus next to that and Libra, Jupiter, Moon, and Mercury. I think, no, that's Venus. Okay, Venus on the internet. No, that's Mercury. Mercury. That's Mercury. Venus is yeah, unless he's got two Venuses. <laughs> no. Anyway, it looks like it, but it's Mercury on the ascendant, which is why he's so talkative. You know, when you mm -hmm. see him talking, on, it, when they asked him to do the prayer, he just went on and on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and not that it was a bad thing. It's just he um, he knows the value of his words. Well, but Mars in the third is definitely going to make him go on I, and on and on. on, too. And on. <laughs> yes, it going would. To show his stamina and word quality. That's right. That's right. You know, he picks and chooses the probably, you know. What's that old adage, why pick a $5 word when a $10 word will do type of thing? That's something like that. Something like that. So anyway. Interesting chart, though. Yeah, it is. And, you know, the Neptune in the second, how he makes his money yep. through through images and, you know, movies and all that kind of thing. So that's partly the star part of it. But um, the interesting thing is seeing cancer at the top of the chart. And we were just talking about this before we came in the studio about the transits that he's about to have. Yes, the transit. But he, in his chart, too, that is uh, Neptune is a square to his Venus exactly. Oh, it is. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Oh, it is. Which uh, okay. figures into a lot of the characters that come out of this guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, very imaginative. <laughs> and you're just like getting rid of all the boundaries there. There no are none. <laughs> there are none. <laughs> so, yeah. But I'm thinking, you know, when Pluto crossed over that fourth house cuss, what happened? Mm. I've got to wonder what happened. Well, and then Saturn is about to cross over that. Well, the, the Pluto is going to make him become uh, creative on a different level, though. I, I think so. I, I think he's going to come out with something totally different than what we'd expect. The thing with Medea, it's a movie, right, of, of the character that he was playing on TV? So it was a it was? series. Okay, yeah. right. Okay, and he's really publicizing it right now. But, I mean, is there possibly anything darker going to come out in this? <laughs> I would think so, with uh, Pluto going into that fifth. I yeah. think something's going to come out big time. I would think so, too. Uh, and the squares going on with his moon, Mercury. Yeah. I mean, that's Saturn squaring that pretty hard right now. Right, exactly. So. so, yeah, I mean, even though somebody has six planets packed together in the sixth house and they're all relatively close to each other, doesn't mean you don't have transits. No, because when those transits when hit that, <laughs> it's like nonstop, going 24-7 for a couple of years. Yeah, that's right. Well, you got this one, and then this one, and then this one, and then this one, this one. Okay, can you live through it? You know, but there'll be years where there's nothing going on. Yeah. You know, but relatively speaking, but nothing transit-wise that would shake his life up at all. But now he's got some stuff that's shaking his life up. 
my daughter's chart's like this with six planets in Sag and being a Sag rising. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. And Jupiter was going through all that, which isn't that bad. No, that's a good thing for her. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. But when she does get hit, it's just one thing after another, like what he's going through right right. now. No question about it. Exactly. And I've seen people have charts like that who literally say, well, it's been really dull for the last five or six years, (laughs) (laughs) but now it's really picking up steam. Yeah, so busy I can't stop. You can't stop, and I don't know what's going on, and why can't I go back to the boring stuff? Well, no. It means that your growth comes in spurts, spits and spurts. Yeah. You know, and it's really con- condensed and scrunched down into a small time period where you have to learn a lot. So it's like going to graduate school 10 times over. So in the, in his case, it's like for five years, he's just getting banged around big yeah, time. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, he just realizes that, you know, as, as religious and spiritual that he is, he knows that something bigger is going on right now. Well, he doesn't have to really identify astrologically what it is. but And you know he's got to be so psychic in his own right with all that oh, stuff in there. I just can't even imagine that. I mean, no matter where he is, he picks up everything. So yep. it's crazy. Anyway. Fun chart. One fun chart, really fun. I just thought it would be fun to do that today. Okay, so we're going to be taking a break right now. And when we get back... We're going to be talking to Mr. John O'Dowd. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is a live read for Wanda Buckner. Wanda Buckner is offering Reiki for Small Animals April 6th from 10 till 4 p.m. in Olympia. The previous completion of Reiki 1 and 2 is required to take the class. Animals are more sensitive to energy than people. Learn how to approach animals, use a surrogate, and work from a distance. It's $125, and Wanda is also offering an animal communication class in four sessions of three hours each beginning April 11th from 6 to 9 p.m. It's $300. You can register early for a 10% discount. So if you want to register or you want information on this, you can contact Wanda at wandasoffice at gmail.com or call her at 360-491-3187. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. And it's time, I you know, I never can figure out how to tell people what the people are like a big introduction i just gonna bring him on right away just say he's creative he's yeah jeez (laughs) (laughs) that's original it's a creative chart it is yes it is extremely we have the inside scoop on this one that's right we do so anyway let us bring on mr john o'dowd right now right now john how are you Hello, Eileen. Hi, Doug. Thank you for having me on your show, and I'm very grateful to be here. Oh, you're welcome. You're so very welcome. Grateful. Love your book. It's thank you, Doug. As a matter of fact, we're going to have a picture with a book taken after the cl- after the show's over. We're going to send it to you. Just thought I'd tell oh. you that. Okay, that'll be great. Oh, big surprise that I gave away. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) I always do that. Anyway, so. you're I, my good luck charm, Eileen. Oh, I, well, thank you. That's very nice of you to well, say Well, no, that. every time I come out with something new, you have me on your show. Of course. Yes. My God, I, I, you know, I'm very grateful for that. Thank you. Well, uh, you know, 
Um, I want to talk about some of the stuff that's happening to you right now with the book a little bit later because there's some okay. really cool stuff. I want everybody to find out about it. Like everybody can go ooh and ah. But <laughs> All right, <laughs> including me. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so anyway, um, we were talking about, just before we went on the air, Doug and I were talking about you. And I brought your chart. And I brought Barbara and you's chart in a bi-wheel. And I also yeah. bought Barbara's chart. So Now, you won't give too much of my personal information out, right? No. no. Okay. We've Just already, we've already put that no, out in Seattle. No, here's his birthday. I'm telling everybody. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any cards. No, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, what we want to do is um, I want Doug to get a fresh set of eyes on this because I've looked at this a lot. And I want to okay. see what kind of perspective he gets. But... Um, he had an experience when he was seven or eight years old walking by a television and a movie of hers was on and he got stopped dead in his tracks. Right. You know, right. And I would like to have known the date of when he, fe- but anyway, that's okay. It's, it's rare. Well, just the fact that she's a Leo rising and he's got all that Leo, it yeah. makes sense that he would stop dead in his tracks just yeah. to stare. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, that's such a switch and um, Moon is the fastest moving, so that always triggers real fast. Yeah. In fact, if if you were at the time would have been older, <clears throat> you would have probably been one of those having an affair with her. Ooh. Oh, Instantly. Wow. I mean, it's like <laughs> one of those kind of things that Ooh. makes you turn around and look twice fast. Uh-huh. I would have had to go back in time, though, to have an yeah, affair with her. I know. That's <laughs> why I said, had you been. Had you been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the moon triggers that so quickly, and people that have moon landing right on top of someone first house they seem to go from meeting to being in the bed before they even think about it they're there oh my god it moves that fast wow so it really grabs your attention and pulls you right back around that's oh my god look at that moon's right on her ascendant yeah that's big big part of it really that's wild now eileen said i was actually meeting barbara for the second time when i saw her Mm -hmm. on that on tv is that right that's right Past life coming right back at you. Yeah. 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 So you probably had the affair. Yeah, you probably did. Yeah, in previous no question life. about it. You came back and you wanted to finish it off. Well, I was one of the cast-offs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she left me in the dust. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, darn like it, she's not alive. How did that, that's so unfair. You know. Well, you know what? I could see myself having an affair with her because she was so gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, she's a beautiful, beautiful woman. woman. Yeah, yep. she really was. I think she broke a lot of people's hearts. Men and women. Men, yes. Yeah. Did she have affairs with women? Yes. I think she did. Okay, I thought she yeah. did. Yeah. She did. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, anybody who has a Mars and Scorpio, and it, and it's sort of like, oh, it is conjunct the conjunct, sun. Conjunct. Yeah. <clears throat> it's definitely pretty heavy. You know, the interesting thing about that is that it's the male energy that is embodied in her in her um, solar identity. You know. Oh, I see. And, and so th- this sexiness. would make her the aggressor, usually. I think Barbara responded to any attention that was given to her. Right. It mm-hmm. really didn't matter who it came from. Yeah. That makes sense. So her her life was chaos. Yeah, it was. Total chaos. Yeah, it was. Well, wasn't she, mentally she had problems there, though. Yeah, yeah I, I feel, and a lot of people who knew her feel, she was emotionally ill. Yeah, um, I, I don't have uh, a doctor's diagnosis of that, but uh, this is just the feeling that, you know, people who who lived with her and knew her and um, 
you know, with the research I've done, it's just a feeling we all have that Definitely. something was very wrong yeah. her, with her emotionally. Well, with people drink that heavy, generally they've got some kind of uh, mental problems going on, whether it's where they're depressed beyond belief, mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. is just a way for them to dry, drown that pain they're going through. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I think that same pain is what made her be the actress she was. Oh, sure. She had, wow, she yeah, had that makes a lot of sense. Because she embodied her, the, her parts. I mean, she literally go head-to-head with some of these big actors that thought they had it all going on together big time. Yeah, That's right. And, could, and you know, Barbara did have acting talent. Yeah, oh. I, I get angry when I read uh, you know, people's comments that she didn't have any talent. That's not so. That's not yeah, accurate. They were talking yeah. about Grace Kelly when they were talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Different Scorpio, but what the heck. <laughs> Similar looks, just the wrong person. Sorry. Yeah. You Mistake know of identity. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking though is that in that in those days and maybe to into some regards this this date this time of our history is that you're only as good as the directors that you had. Oh yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, and that absolutely. they could have probably just seen her on just seen her on the surface. And well, the her, director, the director Gordon Douglas. Um, directed her in Kiss Tomorrow Goodbye. He was able to pull a really strong performance out of Barbara right. in that film. Right, Because she went head-to-head with Cagney in that one, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And Cagney was a strong character actor. Oh, unbelievably. You know, yeah, he, but she was memorable in that film. But the thing is, anybody who looks at her, you know, and has a, some sense of um, intuition will look at her picture of her and go, oh, my God, still waters run deep. That's you know, right. how oh, yeah. deep do they go? And that means there was a lot of pain and a lot of sorrow, upset in her soul from probably many lifetimes. I and find her eyes to be somewhat hypnotic. They really pull you in. Yep, she's got that Neptune's mm-hmm. moon thing going on, too. I think it's square her sun. <laughs> yeah, Neptune yep. square sun. Yep. So she, she has the Neptune factor going on as well as the Pluto factor. Neptune is hypnotic, and it's also mesmerizing. But then the Leo rising, Leo rising will never sneak anywhere. They always get caught because they stand out. They stand out like the sunshine. Okay, that's right. No, so they, in the crowd, am I Leo rising too? Because I always no, no, off. you're not. You're Pisces rising, which you're just is Leo. completely the opposite. Because you're you're a Leo, Sun Moon Leo. Sun Moon and Leo. Yeah, I mean you're more Leo than she was Leo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We so, can put you in show business tomorrow. Come on if out if you want to do it. You can do it. <laughs> I, I tried to do it years ago, but I was very irresponsible. Yeah. So, like Barbara, I was my own worst enemy. Well, I and see. you know, you have, a, it's interesting because I've met people that were just opposite of me. I'm Pisces, sun with Leo rising. Okay, same as we're talking about here. You know, right. and most people, when they meet me, they meet my rising sign, which is kind of out there gregarious and, and enthusiastic. Now, if it was the other way around, Pisces rising with Leo's son, I've met a person like that, and she was extremely retiring, hid behind everything. She says, oh, no, I can't possibly do that. Although she worked in the radio. She worked in radio, which was Uh interesting. Yeah. But she was never really involved with it personally. So the rising sign really pretty much says how we're going to be around people. You know, how it's what true. part of us is going to meet another part, you know, oh. and the Leo rising helps me a lot. I mean, if it weren't for that, I'd be a wallflower. 
Yeah, so that's very interesting too. Yeah, it's true. So um, her Leo rising helped her because there was an innate, there was a shyness there, and kind of an intuitive part of her that you know wasn't sure how she was being perceived. Which gives her an, almost an angelic look to her face uh, in yeah. these photos. Exactly. This Angel- photo book is amazing. Photo book. You've got so Thank many you. great pictures of her. Yeah. Thank you very much. And, and then capturing you. her at just the right moment so her character shows. You know, oh, not yeah, just a that's, pose. That's music to my ears. Thank you. And some of those Thank pictures you. where she doesn't have any makeup on at all, she almost prettier looking than when she's all made up. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree with you. And, she had... and there is an innocence in Barbara's face in a lot of the photos. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny, but a lot of times that innocence shows um, when she was in trouble. Okay. Like, I, you know, I don't sense. know if I'm explaining that correctly, but... Makes sense. You know, when, when she was outside a courtroom ready to go in. Right. She looked totally innocent yeah. right. when she was in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting because for her, and it came down to, when we, we, we as a matter of fact, what we're going to do is we're going to take a break right here. You know. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a break here in about a minute. But um, when, I, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about her family background. Maybe that'll oh, help. Oh, sure. Better um, like frame her a little differently, just to talk about how what she went through as a child. Paint a picture. Yeah. Hmm? That'll be great. Paint a picture. Yep. Of what and her so life it, was. It'll it'll probably uh, wrap up some curiosity as to why she ended up the way she did. You right. know, as to the, what happened to her in childhood. So it's it's a really it's a very interesting story. So anyway, okay. So, is there anything else you want to talk about before we want to go to the... Nope. We'll nope. take the break and be right well, back. Let's take a break right now. Okay, everybody. When we come back, we're going to talk to John O'Dowd some more about Ms. Barbara Payton, basically about her childhood. So, stay tuned, everybody. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Hi, this is a wonderful live read for Ms. Susan Bergstrom, the Medicare Exchange Specialist. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as, re- as we near retirement. Medicare, however, only covers 80% of the total coverage. We will need supplemental insurance to cover the rest, and Susan Bergstrom can help you with getting the best coverage for you. And in the end, she will save you money. She'll be, and she's going to be at the Emerald Spiral Fair. That's coming a week from Saturday, this Saturday. And I will be with her in the booth. And so when you find her, you'll find me. Okay. So here's what's going on. She has set up workshops. Get her your retirement plans now workshop. She's got a couple of them scheduled. One is on Saturday, March 30th from 10 10 a.m. and 1 p.m., two different workshops. That's going to be at the Medicare Exchange Building at 604 Westgate Boulevard, Suite 120 in Tacoma, Washington. And the second particular workshop is April 6th from 10 10 and 1 p.m. And these are both free, free to the public. So anybody who needs to find out about how do I do this? I don't know what to do. I have Medicare now. What does that mean? So you can go and talk to her, and she can help you find a medic or a secondary medical plan that will help supplement that. Okay. So anyway, these seminars are going to be scheduled to help you find the exact medical coverage for you that you need. To schedule a private appointment with Susan, call two five three three one eight. 
800-900-9379 or email sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. On Friday, Nancy Mitchell, along with Benny, are DJs for a day with music about the changes of the seasons. It's our spring warm-up. On Saturday, Ken Elliott returns with his practical application for getting what you want using the steps in his book, Manifesting 1, 2, 3, and you don't even need number 3. Bringing you fascinating talk since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Bored with the other stations, hammering away on the same old talking points? Try Alternative Talk 1150 and get some variety. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we are going to have on John O'Dowd, as we always have right now. And we're going to talk about Miss Barbara Payton's childhood, which is interesting. So, John, I know some of the complications, but where would you think is the one major complication in her life that kind of added up to everything she went through in adult life? Well, Eileen, Barbara had a lifelong contentious relationship with her father. Yeah. Uh, she never seemed to be able to please him. Mm-hmm. And this had to be a wound in her that never healed. Yep. Uh, I believe that Barbara's best friend and sister-in-law, the late Jan Redfield, also believed that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think that carried over into her search for, you know, the perfect person for her. Right. Um, you know, she didn't have that unconditional love and acceptance from her father. So no. she was always on the lookout for it. Right. I mean, I don't think that's too simplistic. And, no, it isn't. And, and if know. you think about it, if you start to connect the dots, you can say, okay, what is she really looking for in a relationship? Right. You know, is she looking for sex and hot stuff? or? And you would think by looking at the chart, well, maybe she is. But in reality, she's looking for emotional contentment and, and her sensitivity. You know, somebody to be attentive and emotionally, uh, emotionally attentive to her. And, um, and somebody who would probably, and I think because of her son, Neptune Square, and her moon Neptune conjunction, there'd be times when she wouldn't have a clue about what she was feeling. And having somebody in her life just somehow to extrapolate what she was saying in a kind of a nonsensical way and putting it together and go, this is, I think, what's going on with you, Barbara. And, and that she was so yes, and, and that she would probably need comfort or whatever else it is, instead of because of the way she's had been programming herself, it would have all been about the sexual desire being fulfilled. So um, does that sound about right to you? Oh, yeah. And you know what's interesting, Eileen, what, what you just said, that there were a lot of times where Barbara didn't have a clue mm-hmm. as to what was going on in her life. Yeah. And I, I think that's when the suicide attempts uh, would happen. Okay. Because there were a few suicide attempts in Barbara's life. Well, she did. And I you bet know? that they happened when she was totally confused and overwhelmed yeah. by whatever was going on in her life at the time. It, she does have those two grand trines that are going all the time, too. Yeah, that's true. Because of that um, Uranus-Jupiter trine her son and Pluto. Right. That's kind of like working it all the time, too, as far as recreating who she is 
and never having a real picture of who she was. Right. I mean, you know, it is said that Grand Trine, that's a, a triangle, uh, 120 degrees, 120 degrees, 120 degrees. It makes a big triangle in the middle of the charts called a Grand Trine. And that's actually, um, I've heard it called by Noel Till, a closed circuit of self-sufficiency, mm-hmm. which makes sense because it doesn't rely on anything. It's just all by itself. It doesn't need any sort of assistance. So it actually it triggers feel, easy, too. Yeah, true. Um, <clears throat> it would seem as though that um, those things that were up that he she had to look at were just kind of always there. And they would just kind of surround her like she's just sitting there. And all these little entities are sitting around her. She says, okay, which one do I choose now? I, you know, you guys are always bothering me, you know, and I'd rather not do this, Mm -hmm. you know. And that was probably the alcoholism and the drug addiction was the, the escape from the emotional confrontation she probably needed to make with herself. So she has Mercury and Jupiter stationary. Oh, whoa. She does? Yeah. Thank you for the looking that up. I just, I thought, you know, this is too Mercury. intense. Oh, my. But Mercury and Jupiter stationary, so. What does that mean? Okay, we'll explain that. Okay. Hey. That's my next book, by the way. Oh, okay. It's um, it's an anomaly. Um, there's, there's retrograde planets and there's direct planets. Direct is when they're moving through the signs, you know, numerologically up through the signs. Retrograde means... Like right now, we have a Mercury retrograde, just so you know. Okay. And everything that's Mercury retrograde seems to make things go off half kilter when it comes to speaking, communicating, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's generally what it means for Mercury retrograde. But the Jupiter or the, the retrograde planet means that this part of you is digging in deeper and looking deeper into stuff. It's having to redo stuff theoretically from a previous lifetime, but whether it is or isn't doing it, it means there's more focus on this person's part of their life if they have retrograde planets. Okay, so the next thing is the stationary planet is when it's not doing either one. It's not moving forward or backwards. It's just sitting there in the sky at one degree. It's either before or after it's gone direct or retrograde. So it's it's called a stationary planet because it's sitting there doing no movement, but the energies are piling up really strongly. And the fact that she, and so when you find them in somebody's chart, you take a look at what their whole life has been like. There's definitely a Jupiter Mercury thing there. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I mean, that would have to do with her intelligence too. Mm -hmm. You know, can I I say this perspective you're sharing of Barbara's life is very important. Okay. Very fascinating. It is interesting, isn't it? You know, yes. I, you know. I don't think I did bother to look her. And I well, that's I, where she'd hold her focus because yes. it's so much more intense that that's where she yeah lands that focus over and over. You know how it is when you're driving a car and you're going to brake and you brake and you brake and you brake and, and you stop and you're slowing down and slowing down. You know the feel of the G forces that pull against your body when you do that. Especially if yeah. all of a sudden you hit it hard. Yeah, you hit it. <laughs> you go up through the windshield. Huh? Yeah. So that's how a stationary planet is. It's just before it's coming to a stop, and then it's going to go back around retrograde, or it's going to go direct if it's been retrograde anyway. So that's why the intensity of focus, 
in the retrograde planets is something you have to bring right to the top of the bowl when you're looking at what happened in their life. What were the events? What were the hard events, the soft events, whatever it was? And you look at it and you view them through these two planets. You kind of go, whoa, how was she dealing with this on an intellectual level? And how did it help expand her, her awareness of herself? Or how did she actually use it to maybe gain some humor out of it? I don't or know. how did it absolutely demise her? Yes, that's right. Because can I ask a question? You can. Do yeah. you think Barbara would have fared better and actually have survived if she had been born 30 or 40 years later than yeah. she was? Oh, by far. Yeah. She, what she's doing, doing then would have been more accepted now. Because she's very, very psychic in her own right. Yeah. And that's a big part of it because she would have things going on where she could see things and have a knowingness and not have a great understanding of why she had that ability to know things ahead of time like that. Yeah. And, and also... People didn't talk about being psychic back then. No, and they didn't talk about their sexuality right. either. <laughs> yeah. no. But Doug, I told um, Eileen yesterday... Barbara was actually into astrology in the 1950s. She was into the signs of the Zodiac. Okay. She was. And uh, she was also a believer of faith healers, the power of faith healers. That's that's good. It makes sense with the sun, Neptune, and moon. Because she was very psychic, so Mm -hmm. she would definitely have that going on. So what we would call her in in Neptune speak is we call her a mystic. You know, okay. and there would be always something mystical happening around here that there's something something in the universe that's happening at the moment or before or after that was she would somehow find a bigger meaning for, you know, and fill, filling that into her life and finding uh, what it ju- not just the meaning of the specific event, but also finding out why she's in the middle of it, basically. That's was her being a mystic also responsible for her being able to pull people to her? Mm-hmm. Because uh, it, they seemed to go to her so effortlessly. You know, everyone went to her. Yeah. That and the fact that the men all went there because she had her Mars conjunct her son. Yes, yeah, she, yeah, she had Mars and Scorpio. Well, she was yeah. just sexy. And yeah, they they felt that because they yeah. feel that immediately that she right. had this sex drive that was off the hook. And, and the thing about Scorpios, too, with particularly the Mars intensifies the sun quite a lot. Yes. And it's going to be... The attraction principle is through a fated sort of feeling, just the way you did when you walked by the television screen that day. You felt the same thing those people felt when they saw her. Yes. Um, Where when you when she would connect with somebody, she meeting somebody for the first time, she would connect, look eyeballs to eyeballs, soul to soul. And something would happen for both people. Yep. Yeah, and being, that evidently happened uh, when I saw her on TV. Uh-huh. Wow, that's strong. Yeah. That is a very strong ability. It's very strong. Well, it's the stuff that she may not even be aware of, but that's kind of the nature of Scorpio. That's And adds as a bit of magnetism to their mm-hmm. persona. And there is a sense of not just mysticism, but there's a sense of uh, trying to decode the mystery of the person, and mm-hmm. that's what draws people to You'd, them. 
John, you'd have that same feeling if you saw me, of course. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got to look up your picture. <laughs> I'm, I'm three degrees, Leo Rising. That's so right. your moon lands right there, but not, you're in the 12th house yeah. on that. Oh. Maybe you should have gotten into show business, too. Oh, he has. He's I been am, in movies. He's I'm in my movie know right that. now. <laughs> He's been in movies, and he does all sorts of stuff like that. So. He's, oh great! Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's kind of a Renaissance guy himself. Yeah. So he's a Gemini, double Gemini. So that means he's got six people around him. No. No. How do I get six people in that? No, uh, two plus two. That's oh. four. Okay. Okay. I'm in the presence of greatness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. <laughs> yeah, they all say that when they come on this show. That's right. <laughs> Lots of kissing up, honey. Yeah. Yeah, but I tell Eileen that every time. Okay. See, it works. It works. It works. It works. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's funny. <laughs> okay. So, you know, getting back to Barbara, um, I remember looking at her chart for the first time, and I, uh, you know, what it was for me. You know, was I was compelled to write about her. You know, right. I wrote about her and I sent you that update. And yeah. I was compelled just looking at the chart. It was like, holy cow. You know, and I, you know, just taking the different layers off. I mean, for instance, okay, here's something I just never noticed and I just noticed it. Saturn's in the fifth house. Yes. That says she did not have a childhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She, she was not, she was... Basically, emotionally born. deprived, or uh, no, they she, just see her as a woman way early in life, yeah, she probably oh, matured early. And the, and the thing about having a Leo rising, uh, the kid has to play, you know, just has to and be kind of goofy and silly. But the Saturn in the fifth is kind of saying, No, you have to do your responsibilities first before you do your play. Yeah, I looked at that too, yeah. You yeah. know, you know what photos I find are especially telling from her childhood? Well, actually, they're from her adolescence. Uh-huh. They're in the the beginning of the book, and she's not smiling in right. any of those photos. I don't know if you noticed. That. Oh yeah, those are the ones that struck me the most. Yeah, that's yeah, me too. Yeah, me the too. Tell yeah. telltale signs. Yeah, they are. I mean, and you can just literally look at across her eyeballs, and you can read the story. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the story. I see it. I see it. What's the pain about? Okay, dad does not pain. You know, and you can read all that in her eyes. Um, that's the thing about having the Neptune thing. It's just transparent. She did, she did quite a few movies, though, there in the 50s. Yeah, she did. Yeah, about 14. Yeah, I just thinking that. What do you think is her best movie that you've seen? Oh, Kiss Tomorrow Goodbye. Kiss Tomorrow, James yeah. James yeah. 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 Hands down. Okay. And then Trapped, the one she did with Lloyd Bridges. Lloyd Bridges, yeah. She, yeah, had, only been, yeah, she, she had only been in Hollywood for less than two years when she got a co-starring part in that film with Lloyd Bridges. Wow. That, that was, was unheard of back then. What, what year did she pass away? 67. Uh, she passed away in 67, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. In, in May. She was 30, 39, and just to... It's she amazing up, because she is so pretty, and she comes across very much like... Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And Marilyn would have went in in sixty two. Yeah. And for you would almost think they'd have made a bigger thing about her passing away in sixty seven than they did. Yeah. Barbara. Well, Barbara was forgotten by she most was. people by then. Yeah. Yeah, she was uh, because she had been living on Skid Row for so long. Yeah. Uh, she'd really fallen off the radar. And yeah. she didn't have an affair with JFK. 
No. <laughs> well, that was one that well, missed out. Well, he asked me that before the show. I said, I don't think so. He says, because, well, we'll have to check it out with John. He knows. Because JFK, no. we had an affair with everyone, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, Barbara was in bad shape by the 1960s. And to tell you the truth, I don't think President Kennedy would have uh, given oh. her a second look. Probably yeah, not. by that time. No, and I've se- we've seen pictures of her. I mean, there's some... Pictures of that here in the book. I saw that. Uh, right. Those ones where she starts to go haunting. downhill. Very haunting. Yeah. Yes. And, very, and, very sad. And that so, a person could disintegrate exactly. so badly. Yep. And she disintegrated in every way. Yeah, every single way. It all fell apart for her. Okay, we have to take another break here. When we get back, we will we'll finish off with you. Any last thoughts that we have about Ms. Barbara Payton? Okay, so anyway, this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to the Academy of Canine Behavior, we cover the world of animals. This week, March 10th, it's Best Sunday with Dr. Nels Rasmussen and his sister Linda, also a best practitioner in the studio. Together, they can help with emotional, behavioral, or physical problems with you or your animal friends. So plan to give us a call for your free remote treatment. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Hi, this is a live read for Ms. Samantha Bloedel, Ms. Reiki Lady, Reiki and Aura Specialist, Beulah May Cake Maker. The best. <laughs> I just have to say that every week. I just, She's got to make one of those. I, I will make a point of stopping in and seeing her and asking yeah, for that. Yeah, please, and I'm going to get her booked on the show so we can have this because I've been talking about it for so long. I really feel like I need to taste it. Yeah. So anyway, okay. And and that's that? why my car is named Beulah May. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's, I didn't know you named it. Oh, yeah. Oh, son of a gun. That's cool. Okay, so anyway, she she's a practitioner. She does readings in Mount Vernon as well as Reiki classes. And right now she's got some Reiki classes set up. She's got Reiki 1 class on March 3rd. Oh, that's already started. Or by appointment. Um, that's 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And we'll leave that one there. But she has a Reiki 2 class March 30th or by appointment. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. That's $225. Or Reiki 3 by appointment this month at 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's $300. And then she has a couple of Reiki circles happening March 5th and the 19th. Uh, the 19th is the one coming up here. $10 per person from 7 to 9.30 p.m. And also our circle on March 12th. That's next Tuesday. My birthday is on Monday, everybody. Just thought I'd tell everybody in case you wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, what did you say? I said, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, March 12th and 26th, $10, 7 to 9.30 p.m. So if you would like any more information on any of those, you can contact Samantha at 206-403-0283. And then we also have a live read for Angela Probst, who is an aromatherapist. And do your New Year's goals include slimming down, increasing your energy, and boosting your metabolism? Did you know that essential oils and essential oil-infused products can help you meet those goals? Contact Angela from Young Living Essential Oils at 253-278-1599 to join her group. Okay, so anyway, her phone number is 253-278-1599. Alternative Talk 1150, local talk for the body, mind, and soul. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show. 
on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. And we're talking with John Odell. Yes, we is. Happy birthday on Monday, Eileen. Thank you. I want to be sure to tell you that. (laughs) Thank you so much. Wish you all the best. You know Uh, I do. Oh, I appreciate it. That's really sweet of you. Okay, so how, you know, what we talked about on the phone yesterday at the end of our time was how we've talked about all about her life and all that, but why do you feel like that something has happened with you because of her that you're wanting to make an outreach about basically mental illness or anything else related to that? That if if you know of people that are at all kind of off the beam a little bit, you know yeah. that that you know you can get them help basically. And so well, I'm hoping that the book. Will will have the ability that it has the ability somehow to help those people. Right. You know, it, it, that might not be easily understood, no. and maybe it's too lofty of a goal to have for the book. But it is a goal of mine. Well, yeah. I mean, more in a movie, it could come out where. Oh, that's my. Oh, thank you for <laughs> reminding. That's very good segue there, Dad. <laughs> well, in a movie, you know, it's a picture and people can follow it yeah. much quicker. Okay, that was the, the, everybody would probably go at the end of the show. She said she had some news for us, but she didn't tell us. <laughs> so, so, oh, okay. so tell us the great news about what's happening. Well, I have a uh, an option with a film producer. Yay! Um, and he, he's hired a screenwriter to write a script on Barbara's life and career that's based on the first book that I did. Fabulous. Tomorrow Goodbye. So uh, that's going on right now. And actually, um, this is an extension of the first option that I had. Mm-hmm. So, um, this one is good for 18 months. Okay. They weren't able to get it off the ground in the first two years, but they're hoping that they will this time around. Yeah. I was going to warn you <laughs> because <laughs> because of, I don't think, I think the way you are, you would not want it done slipshod. You want oh, no. it done as deep as possible on every point. Yeah, Eileen, I think I told you once before, I would like it done so that people who leave the theater are like crying. Yeah. That you know I mean, because they feel so bad about what happened to this yeah. woman. I mean, not that we're trying to make them feel bad, but it's just a, it's supposed to be an eye-opener here. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you when you create a picture where what she went from, from arriving and going right to the top like that and having the bottom pulled out from underneath her because of her mental illness, basically. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the trigger that pulls it. Yeah. And she couldn't keep her focus off of that. No. Mm-hmm. And the more right. you focus on any one thing, the stronger you create it. Mm-hmm. So the more that she saw herself slipping out of the limelight, the quicker she went. Yeah. That's that's right. a good point. Yes, that's, that's a right. really good point. There's not a lot of sympathy for Barbara from a lot of people because she did it to herself. Right. But they, you know, they have to take it a step further. Why yeah. did she do it to herself? Right. She was not well. She was no. an unwell that's true. person. We all do it to ourselves. Everything yeah. we do, we create it. Yeah, we do. So right. that's there shouldn't be a reason for them to be so mean to her. I right. think they got to look at as far the bigger picture That's and right. health issue. Sometimes they get so slighted because people don't understand what that person's going through. Yeah, I know. Right. I know some people that are manic depressant and if they weren't on 
some kind of a drug to alter it, mm-hmm. they're a mess. Yeah. And this is someone that I think was in that space. Yeah. Um, we were talking about that earlier. Probably this. not diagnosed. Probably not diagnosed, right. but manic depressive, or certainly depressive. Yes. But the manic is there, too. So, yes. yeah. Right. Um, and we're, we're not... We're not practicing medicine. We're no, just we're looking not. at a chart to what we see, and it comes in very strong. Yeah, it does. No, I appreciate it. Because this would be just up and down and up and down really quickly and up way up and then way down. You know, that's yeah. really typically manic. So it's just sudden mood shifts. Billie know? Holiday kind of had that life, too. Yeah, she did. She was also it. bipolar. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, so. that's, that's a, that film came out very well. Yeah. Oh, painting yeah. that picture of what she went oh, through. Yeah. I think things. they can make this one a marvelous picture oh, that could stand far, out. Far better. And I think whoever so gets to play it. the female part of her has possibly got an Oscar coming at him just by yeah. playing it to the mass. Oh, I totally agree. Because from, from your mouth to God's ears. Well, yeah. for a female, I, I just want it done right. I want it done right. Yeah. Um, a female I'm, role. This is like one that everyone's looking for. Yeah, it's a, it's the meatiest role that will ever hit Hollywood for oh, a long man. time. Yes. Yeah. I was oh, ca- first person that popped into my head was Charlize Theron. Um, she's. Probably a little past the age bracket yeah, I was to pull it off. That. Yeah, because you're going that. to have to have someone. Uh, yeah, early twenties. Who's the girl that tripped going up the stairs? Uh, oh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, could see her doing I it. I could that see her pulling great. it off because yeah. she's got a great acting skill anyway. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And you yeah. put her in that platinum blonde, and I think that she'd really pull yeah, off the part, looking would. like her. She would. Yeah. Now you've got me up on cloud nine. Well, you <laughs> know, it. well, it's definitely a thing that could be a meaty, meaty role for any female actress. And it's going to redirect the light that has been on her. It's going to bring in new light yeah. as to the pain that she and I think we're heading in this direction anyway. The issues of mental illness and yes. all that is getting more focused all the time. And I, Eileen, you know how long I've been with this project. Too. Yes, I know. Well, the film that was just made on uh Freddie Mercury, that's another one that... That know, was excellent. It opened up as far as seeing him for who he really was. Right. That's totally right. Totally different than what people yeah, thought people of him. Yeah, people are starting to perceive things differently. So it's good. Right. So I think it's the it's the idea whose time has come. Yes. Yes, it I is. I hope you're right. And I'm that really could be... I've that could so be hard that, at this. Who yeah. was that person named John O'Dowd? I wonder who that <laughs> person O'Dowd. was. Oh, yeah, he wrote that book on <laughs> Barbara Payton. <laughs> <laughs> and it took I, him I just, years to get Barbara. out there. I want Barbara to have her moment in the sun. Well, really I, yeah. your book just in itself, actually, the picture sub- book yeah. makes you think, God, I wish I'd have paid more attention to this woman. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it thank is. you. Well, okay. John, thank you so much for being with us today. There's so much more to talk about as usual. but well, just, Anytime you want me back, you know I'll be on. Okay, <laughs> I will definitely bring you. I'll probably bring you on in a couple of months. So yeah, that would oh, be great. Thank you. Okay. Thank you both so much. Eileen thank you. It was fun talking with you. It It was fun talking to you. Okay. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we got to get on to our special events here. We've only got one. That's Emerald Spiral. That's a week from Saturday, March 23rd. Kent Commons, 525 4th Avenue North, Kent, Washington, 4th Avenue and James Street from 9 till 5 p.m. Over 80 booths. Free admission, free parking, psychic readers, crystal stones, healers, free lectures, the whole business. For more information, if you'd like to become a vendor, and I'm kind of doubting right now that there's any left, but you can try. Last time I heard, there was a few left. You can call a star at 
445-8789. Okay. So anyway, let's see. How do we get a hold of you? Uh, the best way is 206-769-4924. Mm-hmm. Okay. Text you, or call. And you can contact John at john-odowd, O-D-O-W-D dot com. And you can get a hold of me at eileengrimes.com. And Jupiter Rising Show website is down at the moment. I'm, we're shifting servers, and we're trying to get all of that, uh, just in case you're wondering why you didn't see it. Anyway, so um, it'll be up in the next week or so. Okay. And you did your phone number. Okay, good. Okay, and coming next week is Ms. Kim Rogers Gallagher. Yay. It was okay. fun. Who is awesome. We're going to probably talk some politics and all other sorts of good stuff. People that want to go to that rag show, which is like going to a museum. Yeah. At the Mercedes oh, dealership yeah. in Fife. Oh, yeah. You'll see the first beer can dress you've ever seen, <laughs> which is awesome looking That's when funny. you see it. That's funny. Anyway, so you know what? we got to take, uh, take off here. And the following week, we will not be on. We'll be at the fair. So we will see you next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.